Who doesn't love food and music with Oni Montana and Flacco? Who doesn't have a podcast? This guy has a podcast. It's ridiculous. Welcome, 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 yes, welcome. Yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Who Doesn't Love Food and Music. Ooh, yo, right, yo, uh, Flock, let that ride out. Let that ride out. We're gonna let it ride out. Yeah, man, we never even talked about this. Like, this is our official track. I this, don't know if people know that. Like, this let that is ride the, out. Son. Yeah, this is the official Who Doesn't Love Food, Food and, and Music theme song. So. I don't want to hear anybody spitting on this track. Don't make me have to come after you for copyright infringements. I oh, catch you guys part. freestyling on our beats, yo. This is my favorite part right here. Yeah, let that rock. It's kind of like a Drake song. Right there. Something like that. Man, it got that vibe. Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm shout out our uh, our platforms right. on the beat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Check, Check us out on Instagram. Flocko Loves Pizza. Yes, yes. Instagram. The Ooh. Oni Montana Mix Experience. And who doesn't love food and music on IG? Our official IG page is up and running. We do have a lot of content on there for you to check out. Yeah. Please follow us on iHeartRadio. Yeah, Spotify. On uh, iTunes. Yep, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. That's what's up. And yeah, this is how we start our show. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's a beautiful day that. in the neighborhood today. It is, it is. We're actually in the uh in the uh the garden right yeah, now. Yeah, the garden right now. We had to take it outside. It was so yeah. beautiful outside. <laughs> Real big shout out to all our uh Greek listeners yes. enjoying their Easter Sunday today. Right. It's a beautiful thing. It's uh I don't know the specifics on it. Right. I didn't I didn't research. I, I did see that it was on the calendar, but I never like Checked it out as to why they have a different Easter. Is it have something to do with the calendar? Like I have no idea. Okay, so I have nothing but love for our oh, Greek yeah, listeners. So I'm thank from. I'm, I went to school in Astoria, Queens, bro. Oh, there I don't you go. Know if you know that, that's a very highly Greek populated area of I... Queens. So yeah, shout out to all my 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 Greek people and Greek people listening to the podcast. I'll be honest with you. One mm -hmm. time to a Greek friend of mine. I said to him, I was like, yo, I want to get a bunch of gyros and just like hang out. Mm -hmm. He goes, what? I go, yeah, let's go get a bunch of gyros. Gyros. No, he, right. he saw us. He's, uh, he laughs at me and says, no, nah, I'm just laughing at you because you said it like a white man. It's, it's gyros. Yeah, gyros. <laughs> yo, gyros are official, baby. Ooh, I love gyros. That's made with lamb, right? Yes. Right? That's like they, they thinly slice it and then stack it. Yes. And then just shave off the... Overly roasted parts of this, right? Yeah, and, and just, it falls. It just rains into your pita pocket, and then right, <laughs> just drizzled out with some yogurt. I love, I love mine with uh, oh, it's so French good. fries. Oh, like throw French fries into the yeah. pita with it. Oh wow, that's next level shit, bro. That's like putting potato chips in your sandwich. That's right. Yeah, who doesn't put potato chips in a sandwich? Yeah, I, you know where I learned that from? No way, the Cosby Show. No way. You don't remember that that episode where he had like, yo, how did I don't know how he was able to eat so much, but this dude had like two foot long heroes. You talking about uh and the chocolate sodas. Remember the episode he had like two a chock of two liter chocolate soda and he had a foot long chocolate uh, soda? Chocolate soda. I don't know if you know this, but he Cliff Huxtable. Cliff? Used yes, used to down uh chocolate soda, bro. But then he would put like mad chips in the sandwich, bro. <laughs> Yo, this is like his Sundays. It was like some type of ritual he would do. This is what he would do. So I learned that from 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 Heathcliff Huxtable. What was the name of the son? Theo. No, his real name. Oh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Malcolm Warner. Malcolm Jamal yeah, yeah. Warner. That just slipped my mind. Yo, he directed a couple of videos. Did you know that? He's done a lot. Yeah. He's he, doing something right now. I, I remember the first thing that he did was um, the special ed video. No way. Yeah. I'm the Magnificent Remix. Oh. That was the first thing that Malcolm Jamal Warner ever directed, bro. I love Special Ed. Special Ed was a man. Special Ed. My son, was he Drew's crew? has hair kind of like Special Ed. Was he Drew's crew? No. 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 Hmm. I don't think Special Ed was. He was just his own thing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember oh, uh, you Special know what? Ed being part of any dynasty. I got him. I don't know why I got him confused with Master Ace. Oh, my, oh yeah. Master Ace was Drew's crew. Yeah. 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 Wow. Anyways, yo, we just right, we spin out. That That's was right. that was that was a game of of tennis right there. Yeah, there you boom, go. Boom, boom, Greek, Greek, gyro, 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 <laughs> special ed. 
Knock him. <laughs> Yo, fire, fire. All right, cool, bro. I missed Listen. you, man. I missed you this week, bro. Missed you too, bro. Yo, I've been so busy. So pardon me. I know like we, we usually text back and forth and we, you know, we we definitely chop it up more than we, we did this week, yo. I've been tired. Yeah, and I've been uh, just super, super fucking busy with like a lot of shit going out on, on the yard and the property, bro. That's what's up. Busy, yeah, busy yeah, is blessing. Good. Yeah, certain, definitely certain, a blessing. Certain busy is good. Yeah. Healthy yeah. busy is awesome. They installed a pool on my on my property. No way. Yeah, bro. Yesterday. All right. <laughs> Yesterday. These dudes, right? I'm here thinking that it's going to take like all day because I, I had it. I had it placed kind of like on a hill. Like it's like they had to cut into the hill in order to place this, right? So I'm thinking, oh damn, yo, they gotta bring all types of machines and shit out here. They're gonna be out here like all day, probably like the whole weekend. Right. Negative. I called this dude, I'm like, yo, what time can I expect you? He says, uh, eh, probably like around one o'clock, maybe four, if it's if my first job doesn't go too well. I'm like, four o'clock. How are you gonna get here at four o'clock and, and install a pool? So when they got here at one, they were done at three thirty. Wowzers. Yeah, these these dudes definitely uh, chopped it up. I don't I don't remember the name of their uh, construction company or whatever, but these dudes definitely uh, came out here and went to work. Just three dudes in a in a in a bobcat. Boom 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 boom. Installed the pool. But yeah, I had to have my man come out here this morning, you know, because I'm noticing uh, a little bit of leaking. That's not good. No, he told That's me not that. Really good he thing told for me a that he's, he has. A, he says, "Yo, flock." I got my boy. He's gonna come through here with the wetsuit, and he's gonna go in your your pool, and he's gonna figure out exactly where it's leaking from. He says, "Don't." What do you got? An Olympic pool, bro? No, bro. It's not an Olympic pool, bro. But no, he's my man's gonna come out here and put on the wetsuit. <laughs> I'm not bullshit. I'll take pictures for when this day happens. I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna put them on the IG. Yeah, put them up. Dead ass. This will be a man in my pool with a wetsuit and scuba gear looking for leaks. <laughs> <laughs> only, only, only me, man. Hey man, you know, whatever so, you got, you got um, you got to live it. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, on top of that, it's it's too long. I got mad long time before I got a, before we could even swim in the pool, right? Like people don't usually until the end of May. No, right? um, um, what's it called? Not a uh, Labor Day. Uh, Memorial. Memorial Day. Memorial that's Day. the that's official open up your pool day, right? That's right. And that's this month. That's at the end of this month. That's right. right. All right. Yeah. So so I got a month. Me, I'm gonna be out there. In in all my glory, bro. Oil chests. Whoa. Hell yeah. Taco <laughs> meat just glistening. Oh shit. Yeah, on the floaty. I'm gonna have the ill like pink flamingo floaty. You know what I mean? There you go. Well, I'm speaking excited. Of, speaking of tacos. <laughs> <laughs> hit, uh, hit the wow. button. That was that was real smooth, bro. Real, real smooth. Oh man. Listen, for those that don't know the segue button. Flock, let me know the segue button. Anytime you hear that, it's a definite yeah. segue. We we've been struggling with our yeah. segues. Well, I don't think so. I think it came in how it came in, bro. All right, so you ready? Let's try it one more time. So uh, speaking speaking of, of tacos, tacos, yeah. Hey, Flock, what do you know about the Purple. Battle of Puebla? I know not much about the Battle of Puebla, but, me? but I mean, this is like what is considered like Mexican Independence Day. Am I wrong? No, no, no. Okay. That's a, that's a big misconception. Okay, it's. Actually, it's in September. Mexican Independence Day is in September. Mexican okay. uh, Independence Day is in September. However, Battle of Puebla okay. was in 1862. And guess what day in 1862? On May 5th? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Battle of Puebla right. happened May 5th, 1862. Nice. I'm reading it. Nice. I'm 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 a little bit cheating over okay. here. Okay. So this is what Cinco de Mayo is, right? This is what Cinco de Mayo is. Right. And okay. I was watching this YouTube like cartoon um description of what happened on 18 on May 5th, 1862 okay. in the Battle of Puebla. And it basically described it that Mexico wanted to stop Paying France mm -hmm. for whatever reason, yeah. I really I'm I'm, I'm ad libbing right now. So yeah, yeah. Paraphrase, paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. Think, think. Mm -hmm. So Mexico wanted to stop paying France for whatever debt that they had to pay, or you know they were probably getting muscled. France basically said, basically said like we are coming there, we want our money, or we're taking over like headstrong. So Battle of Puebla was basically when like 700 plus. French soldiers came into to Mexico and started beef with the Mexicans, which was like an army of uh, like not even 300. Mm -hmm. Not had nothing to do with the movie. 
but <laughs> okay. it was like 300 Mexicans right. ready ready to fight for their town, for their country. Uh-huh. And France came over and they basically said, we, we, Palibu Francais, <laughs> mi amor, uh-huh. bonbons. shot a cannon at them. Bonbons and all that good stuff. Right, right. Mexico was like, no way, I say. We're gonna like <laughs> battle for our our town. No way, essay. That's right. That's yeah. probably what happened. Nah, that's that's balls, man. A lot of people would have just threw their hands up. So, I mean? so yeah, they fought and they defeated the Mexicans. Defeated seven hundred plus soldiers from France. Wow. And it's kind of like the three hundred story in a sense. Maybe. In a sense, yeah. But with Mexicans, if you're emboldened enough. You know, to protect your land, your rights, your freedoms, you can achieve a lot, bro. Just like Braveheart, you know what I mean? Like, look at yeah. how much William Wallace achieved. You know what I mean? With not so much men. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like this. So then, thing. the story is basically that they are just celebrating that, that battle. battle. Okay. And it turned into like just a regular Cinco de Mayo for for you know the countrymen of Mexico, mm-hmm. and it was. Brought over into the United States, right? And now we celebrate it as however you would like to put it. Yeah, you want to get drunk, right? Which I call see, I call these little like BS holidays. Mm-hmm. Not, and I'm, I'm not calling it to get drunk. <laughs> exactly, right? And I'm not calling them a BS holiday. Mm-hmm. I just like think like if you're a real <laughs> alcoholic, you right. know, it's like yeah, you, you don't need an excuse. You don't need an excuse. Yeah, I mean, it's just getting drunk with different party favors. Yeah, it's like 420. Like, oh, all of a sudden you want to smoke weed? Right, right, exactly. I smoked weed this morning, or I smoked weed yesterday. Yeah, so a real real alcoholic or someone who enjoys their alcohol... Yeah, I'll call it a drinking holiday. Exactly. Right. So every day is a drinking holiday (laughs) for your alcoholics. Now, I think it's still kind of dope. Like, you know, I don't think that, like... um, uh, Latin America or Mexican Americans and stuff like that look at us and say, "Oh, they don't even know why they're celebrating." I'm still, I'm pretty sure they're still with the shit. Like, oh yeah, everybody's celebrating. It's a, it's a day to party. So like, they might not fully understand why they're partying, but we're all partying and everybody's happy and everybody's having a good time. That's right. So fuck it. You know what I mean? Same thing like with St. Patty's Day. A lot of people don't know why the fuck they're drinking and they're partying. I don't know. I'm sure the Irish people aren't like, oh, they don't even know why they're partying. You know, like turn off the beer taps. They're not. Like it's they're just kind of looking at like, yo. Everybody's partying. Everybody having a good time. But that's, that's the great thing up. about this show right exactly. now. We're just dropping a little bit of knowledge. Exactly. And like, it's so not now like, you know. Now you can yeah. party with a clean conscience. There you go. Like now listen. you could drop this gem at the bar and be like, you know something about Puebla? <laughs> Let me put you on. My man Oni and Flock put me on to this Puebla ba- factoid. <laughs> Battle of Puebla. <laughs> Nah, that's Hey, dope, did you bro. like my story though? Yeah, nah, like, that was fire. Nah, like, I, mean, I like the way you told it, bro. Yeah. You see you what I'm saying? That story, you gave that story some justice because I, I it deserves it deserves moments like that should be stamped in, 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 in history, bro. They should echo in time. When men are, are are emboldened enough to stand up for their freedoms and you know, cause I, I wonder if if you know the generations coming up right now have the balls to be that way. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about on some crazy like fucking, you know, uh, uh, Red Dawn scenarios. But I'm saying like, are they? Can can would men right now face those type of odds? You know, like and and I, and I'd like to hope so. I'd well, like to hope to say my son's generation, our son's generation, if faced with some crazy you know tribulation like that, would have the balls. Well, because you know, those dudes I know they were gonna die, out, bro. They were like, yo, I'm gonna die probably. I just want to shout out and they still the fought. people that that enlist. For, Facts. for our flag. Facts. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That takes balls, man. That Amen. takes a lot of balls. It takes a special type of person, a special type of mind to sacrifice their life for the betterment of their country. That's one of my regrets, bro. Freedom. What, not going into the service? Yeah. Really? One of my biggest regrets okay. is not going... I would have went to the Marines. I have... Yo, I got a lot of Marines in my family, man. Yo, shout out to all my Marines. I got a lot of Marines in my family, B. And uh, yeah, I come from a long lineage of... Uh, of servicemen, you know what I mean? Pretty much fought in every war. And, and I come... And I, you know, no bullshit, yeah. though. Like, I had a chance to look at my family tree, and my family has participated in every war fought on this country and by this country. That's what's up, baby. Yeah, like, I got the documents to prove it. All right. Yeah, baby. It's and of I course. come from a long lineage of uh, women that just smacked the shit out of <laughs> every kid in their family with chanclas. Yeah, chancleta masters. Yeah. Yeah, no facts, though. Yeah, they so know how to throw down. Definitely shout out to all my service people out there, man. That's a beautiful thing. Listen, I just want to reflect on that And if you guys are out there partying tonight, please be careful, man. 
Please be careful. Don't I know. Get, don't get too twisted. Or, Word. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, on Cinco de Mayo. Tonight isn't Cinco de Mayo. But when they are, when it is Cinco de Mayo, don't go out there and party too hard. Oh, party all you want. Just be but responsible. But not too crazy. Be responsible. Exactly. Hey, man, look at that. We're dropping knowledge, son. Yo, I had a talk with my children the, mm-hmm. other, the other day. My daughter comes. My daughter is like 20 years old, bro. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be 21 in June. Mm. So she comes to me and she's like, Dad. You know, I was talking to mom, like, I'm definitely going to start smoking weed when I turn 21. <laughs> Yo, she tells me that. She just dropped it on me. And, like, you know, my kids don't know, really, I mean, unless they listen to the podcast that, you know, that I smoke. I just, I, if they know it's okay, we're just not going to have that conversation, right? Well, but for our numbers, is, I hope they do. Well, for, <laughs> but um, no, for this first time, like, in front of my, you know, and my son is a little younger, but we had the whole conversation about, like, weed and why I'm such a supporter and advocate for it and what uh, what I think she can benefit from it, and we had the whole conversation, bro. It was a it was a a, a weird talk, but a, a beautiful one, though, man. So, yeah, my my daughter's about to be out there, fucking partying and acting like a twenty one year old too. So, well, I hope she does it responsibly. Does it responsibly? And has a, a you know has a good circle around her. I'm yeah. all for it. I just feel like, you know, the biggest the biggest uh, gem I heard in that story was that. She talked to you. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of hard to like have these kids like talk to their, their parents, especially when they don't feel like they're comfortable. But that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Man. So let's talk about food real quick because we got yeah. some food here that yes. we've been um, munching yes. on for like the last like two hours yeah. and we just started the podcast. Right, right. In in respect to Cinco de Mayo, we whipped up some some Mexican not Mexican-ish. <laughs> Mexican-esque. Mexican-like. <laughs> Food, yeah, yo, nachos. Yo, I mean, hey, did you like the nachos? I thought they were amazing, bro. And Do you thank want you, to thank you for for uh, making making them plant based for me? You Speak know? on that one, please. Well, because you know when you enter into the world of vegetarianism, you know you give up a lot of signature dishes, man. And and I'm gonna tell you something, Mexican makes it a lot easier for the vegetarian transition. For one, when you go to like a Taco Bell or something like that. For That's not food, Mexican, but go ahead. But no, but I'm talking about Mexican-ish. Right? Like tacos and burritos type of shit, right? You could go to Taco Bell and get any one of these, anything that they pretty much serve on the menu in a vegetarian form. You can literally order it that way. You can say, right. instead of the ground beef, use black beans and or whatever type of joint. And Black so, beans or refried or beans? Refried, you, either or. You can you can use those two kind of like in replacement to anything that they make, so it, it definitely helped in my transition. So uh, so I've always kept a love of Mexican food during this you know vegetarian thing of mine. Like I, I, I I'm not I'm not so huge on the meat replacements. I want to try and eat less of them. Um, I think still meat replacements are still kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like kind of science experimenty. Um, I'm gr- glad that they're here and I'm glad, you know, cause they are, they're plant-based there. They, they're, a lot of them are pea protein, um, mushroom protein, soy, isolate, you know, they, they, they whipped it up in a lab and they figured out some ways for us vegetarians to still enjoy those meals. Um, so whenever I do eat anything that has like a, a crumbled beef type of thing going on, I definitely refer to those things. There's chicken replacements. There's a lot of those type of replacements, but this that you whipped up, yo, was fire. I don't... This is... What did you use? What are these grounds that you used? So, I used uh, Beyond Meat. The Beyond Meat grounds. It's called Be- so. um, Beyond Beef Plant-Based Ground. Right. And here's the plus thing about it. Right. Here, here's the plus thing, and then I'm going to tell you like what I don't like. Okay. So, it has 20 grams of plant protein per serving. Right. Oh, wait. No, I read that wrong. Oh, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. I like it all the way around. You like it all the way around? I thought it said it had okay. soy in it. No, says, that's PP says, isolate. That's pea protein. So this is no yeah. soy, no gluten. Yeah, I was yeah. I was iffy on it because it said soy on it, and no, I really no, didn't look at the. This is not a cover. soy product. I've been but staying 20, away from this. But twenty grams of protein. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what I find. And here's we're gonna call me nasty. Mm-hmm. I eat mackerel. I don't think that's nasty. Mackerel has like a at very least, dense protein fish. Yeah. Mackerel has like twenty one grams of right. Either nineteen or twenty one, depending, it's very depending high on, on yeah. omega fatty acids too. That's right. Yeah, fire. I get omega uh, my uh, omegas through um, through kelp through um, 
like a, it's kind of like a, a vegan form of omega threes. It's like kelp oil, right? Yeah, it's fine. It's definitely important. Make sure you get your omega three fatty acids in you, yo. However way you do that, definitely important to for brain functionality and and, and yeah, definitely a good thing. So, uh, but so yeah, yeah, but yeah that's pea. That's pea protein. Man. So, wait, say that one more time. Pea protein, like now spell that peas. Okay, no, yeah. no, I just want to make sure. No, they like P E A, like okay. P, yeah, yeah, yeah. P protein. No, um, no, no, I just want to clarify. No, I get it. It's not like like, like urine protein. <laughs> like R. Kelly's out there, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the Beyond Meat Factory just has like a hundred dudes just lined up peeing into a vat making Ew. ground beef. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's. No, I just want to clarify it's, that. It's P protein isolate. And um, yeah, they make a lot of products with that now, yo. Uh, and there's a lot of options out there, man, but my opinion. If you're going to do this, if you're going to go vegetarian, if you're going to make those type of lifestyle changes, just replace things with vegetables, bro. It's the best thing you could do for yourself. If you want, a, you know, it's a, a, the best thing you could do. I mean, it isn't as satisfying as some of these replacement products, but just dicing mushrooms and a, um, an I onion. I love mushrooms. Like an onion mushroom saute. Yo, I you know love I mean? mushrooms, Yo, bro. you could throw that into a, a, a taco type type of joint and it's it's, it's very satisfying, B. And now you're maybe, getting more vegetables. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe the... Cause see, like I work in pizzerias, and they use Champion, okay, like from Colombia. What is this? This is another meat replacement. No, the mushrooms. Oh, okay. That's you mean what, the type of mushroom. Yeah, like Champion. Like, okay. I don't know how they say it. All right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reciting to you what it says on the yeah on the, on the can. I'm not familiar with. Oh, this is <laughs> this is the brand on the can. Yeah, no, Champion. I'm talking about like if you go to the to the to the supermarket, buy like some shiitake mushroom. Um, and like dice that up and pan fry that, saute that in the, you know, with some olive oil and some onions and, you know, spice it up, man. However you spice it up, I'm not going to sit here and give you the whole recipe, but if you spice it up that way, it's, it's the best thing that you could do as far as a replacement is concerned. A lot of these replacements, they still have their synthetic elements, which I'm not a huge fan of, you know, but I think it makes it easier for me to celebrate, like if, you know, a party or some type of thing while doing tacos. All right, boom. I could make that, you know, and my kids will enjoy it. But for the most part, I try to use healthier replacements, man. I try to do vegetable, like real vegetable-based replacements. And it's hard. It's hard to do that sometimes. Listen, you, I'm juicing. You and still it's on hard. the juice kick? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it up a notch to like twice a week that I'm actually gonna juice because I've been using enough fruits and vegetables. Mm. To uh, last me like two three days. Okay. So it's kind of like not mm. not my it's not my meal replacements. Right. It's more of I'm trying to cut back on my coffee intake. Right. And you know put natural things in my body. Yo, have you ever fasted before? Yeah, I fasted. But like for religious reasons or for- I tried for both. Yeah. Um, I try for uh, religious reasons uh, and, and health, for yeah like health thing like what uh like a water fast. No, nothing. Was, like nothing. Well, you got to do... I mean, even when you do a regular... You should drink water during... That. Well, like at the end of the day, almost right. like a... I want to say like a Ramadan. Um, okay. Yeah, like they a, not imbibe anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done fast with juice. Is it still Ramadan? I'm not sure. I don't want to be wrong. Well, shout out to the Ramadan... Uh, shout yeah. out to all our... Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. But I, Muslim, did, uh, I did a fast too. with juice, bro. Yeah. Craziest experience of my life. I did 42 days. Of doing nothing but vegetable juice and fruit juices, right? Um, dude, yeah, the you become—I don't know how to explain it, man. Like, you feel like you have superpowers in a sense, right? Like you start to see things like so much more clearer. Like you hear things, colors are more vibrant. You start like touching the tops of plants and shit and thinking that you could feel them like it's really crazy but that's like, the that's the biblical um that's the biblical point of, of like, fasting. fasting yeah like to get all those toxins out of your body so that you could kind of like like that's why Jesus lift went lift the veil that's why like yeah. in the bible Jesus went away like for yeah, three days to, or to become pure before he started his, his yeah. yeah um and i did that bro and i'm telling you what an experience bro the way you walk out of that it's, I guess it would be similar to, you know, some of these people who go to, like, the jungle and do, like, a DMT thing and then come out, like, changed. This is a slower process, but pretty much I would say similar, man. I came out a different person after that experience, man. I hear and you. And doing that with nothing but juice, 
insane insane and it makes you come out like with different type of cravings it makes you it makes you look at food a lot differently too when you come out after doing something so just so crazy like that so extreme i don't think i'll ever do that again maybe like i said shout out to all my muslims out there okay they're the ones that put me on to the whole ramadan you Mm -hmm. know like esque okay way of doing it of fasting yeah Mm -hmm. so you know i'm not I don't know anything about the the religion. What was your experience during like how'd you feel fasting? Um I don't want to say clear-minded. I just I was just I was more just determined to get it done. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I'm a fat ass. I love to eat <laughs> and at this at this point in my life I was more into core training. Okay. So I would do a lot of exercise. I would exercise like six days a week, mm-hmm. and I was at one in one ninety. Okay, I so weighed weight. Okay, so just just to give you like a uh, yeah, take me through it. To an example, like yeah. I'm two forty right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. So I was at one ninety before, and I tried you know this whole fasting thing like don't eat until like you know the sun sunset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like intermittent fasting. What it? Yeah. Kind of like yeah. So I would just you know. Work out my core, my core strength, and you know I I was just like determined because it was it wasn't it wasn't like a like a bet or a challenge. Mm -hmm. It was more like this you know just try it out. Can I do it? Yeah. So I did it. And I mean the whole like no mental spiritual thing. I wasn't really feeling it. Right. Because at this point in my life, I was trying to get my mind right with God, Mm -hmm. and I just wasn't there yet. Right. So it was more like I'm I yeah. still baby stepping. However, however you approach it is what yeah. you're gonna get out of it. So I just say to you now that mm-hmm. I did it already. Yeah. And like to each his own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it the most. Uh, how do I explain this? The most positive thing I ever went through. It revealed a lot of demons. It revealed a lot of things. Like you go through it. You know. Like you detox, but you also detox mentally. When going through this, because you're you're faced with all your addictions. When you when you say I'm gonna fast from all these inputs, you start to realize how much you're actually inputting into your body, and then you're like, "Fuck, I can't have that. I can't have that. I can't have that." And it makes you face these demons, bro. But don't you feel like that as a vegetarian? Yes, but not so much anymore. I mean, I'm I'm three years into this journey, so there's a lot of things that I let go. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that I don't miss. So, but when you when you fast, you start you you start to realize your addictions to sugar, your addictions to oil. Just on the base principles, like even just like down to specific types of elements, you you start to realize your addiction to them, your addiction to carbs, your addiction to uh, to to certain um, uh, modified starches. You know what so I mean? So I'm glad you brought up sugar. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up sugar because that was one of the things I fasted. Right. So. It sounded corny when I when I told when when I told a mentor. Mm. I don't know why he thought it was corny, okay. but I'm trying to tell you that mm-hmm. he thought it was corny because, like, all right, it's sugar. Like, I know you drink coffee. I drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would put like four four tablespoons of oh, sugar chill. in my coffee. Yo, my coffee is always black, homie. I keep it. Black. I know, yeah. and I'm trying to tell you yeah. that I'm trying to tell you that like this is how it was before. Right, right, right. So. This was like maybe like five years ago. Mm-hmm. That whole entire that whole entire um, experience it basically helped me like go a little bit more further in my life. Okay, like age wise, mm-hmm. because I stopped the sugar, and then I noticed that I don't need it as much. Right, because that's how I dropped down to one ninety. Analyze your sweet tooth, and you start. And now, why am I eating so much of this shit? Yeah. yeah. Now my biggest problem is that number one, I'm a truck driver. My schedule is. Crazy, yo! Your profession is notorious for I, making men gain weight. Yeah, man. well, obviously I was one ninety, and no, now two forty. You wear it well. You wear it well, like. But I mean, I've seen men who started off at like you know one sixty, and then yeah, end but up at like two eighty. Exactly. You I have an weights. active lifestyle. When you're not in the truck, you're, you're also pursuing. But I haven't activity. been in the gym like three weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. bro. Listen, nobody wants to work. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them, but right, right. Here's what it is. So flock. You don't look like you've put on since the last. I feel week. it, bro. Nah, I don't think so. I, I actually feel sluggish. Tell you, you look a little slimmer today. It might be the juice, or it might be like you know your juicing as well. So I could see like you look 
refreshing. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I don't want to say glow. I'm not going to say that. No, no, like, you good. Yeah, you got a glow yeah. about you. Like, I could tell you made some healthy choices this yeah. week type of joint. Well, yeah. I did detox. Like, and when you do detox... Yeah, you, you see it in your skin. You do see it in your yeah. skin. And you'll see, like, like say for instance, like, a, I don't want to say a pimple. Is it... What do you consider a pimple? Yeah, a blemish. Yeah. A blemish coming yeah. out. And that's just basically that's your you body. That's you detoxing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what I did? I started doing some detoxing this week, too. And... um. I started reading a book, bro. I had posted this on my uh, on my on my Instagram. Flacco loves pizza. Oh yeah, Flacco loves pizza. I, I started reading a book called "Man Heal Thyself" by uh, Supernova Slam and Queen Afua. Now these two right here um, are a mother and son team. Okay, and um, Queen Afua has actually been helping people transition to a veg a vegan lifestyle actually since the late sixties. Um, so her son, Supernova Slam, he's like our age and he was also born a vegan. So his whole life, he's been a vegan. If you look at dude, if you go to his like Instagram page and everything, son is big. Like he's got some built in. He, he practice, he's a bodybuilder. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he shows men how to like get protein into your body while still being a vegan and all types of shit. But this book also deals with like mental detoxifying. Like detoxification rituals. Yo, shout out the book again. Yo, Man Heal Thyself by Supernova Slam and Queen Afua. The Wellness Warrior's Journey to Self Mastery, bro. Now, this one particularly um, preaches to men because it, it really digs into the hindrance that, that, that men have, the things that are blocking them on a mental level, not just physical things or. <clears throat> There's things that hold us back mentally, which make it harder for us to achieve our health goals. So this book kind of helps you dissect yourself. It's a, it's a book on self-mastery. So it helps you dissect yourself so that you could remove those blockages, right? And one of the illest things that I did this week, yo, from this book, and it might seem kind of corny to you, bro, but I don't give a fuck. Okay. When's the last time you took a bath, my G? A bath, like not a shower, like really like filled up the tub and, and had yourself a bath. Never. I'm going to tell you something, B. This right here, if done, especially when done. And I don't mean never in no, the No, no, I'm not saying in like I a just, lot of men don't. That's the thing, bro. Like we have very quick to go lifestyles, you know, and, and maybe you didn't do that as a child. Who knows? Maybe you grew up in a house that only had a stand-up shower. Whatever. I, I lived, most of my apartments when I was growing up in the city were like stand-up showers or like the tub wasn't right or something like that. You know, like it, the water wouldn't fill up. The drain would always like, you know what I mean? Like, like that's, like I could yeah. never fill it. So I didn't Yo, really have a lot of bath as a kid. That's flowing into your pool life now, right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Same thing. But like, so, <clears throat> so when they were talking about, they start talking about something that's called ancient baths, right? Now, the skin, your skin is the largest organ in your body, bro. Like the royal penis is clean, your highness? Kind of like that, but I wish. <laughs> no, no I don't wish. I don't wish. But yeah, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Name um, that movie. But, uh, not you, yeah, the listener. Right. But uh, yeah, ritual bath or ancient baths, right? Skin is the largest organ in your body. So being able to soak actually helps to release the toxins that are built up in your body through your pores. What it, temperature like is kinda, the water? You, I mean, uh, comfortable for you, but you want to have it on the hotter, you know, on the hotter end. But mm. whatever you're comfortable with, I'm not telling people to scold themselves or, or to pull out a thermometer. You know, a lot of people's thermostats will only go up so high on their boiler. They can't really. But so you want to do a hot bath, but it's more than just that, right? Like they'll have, they have me um, juice like, Lemon and ginger, right? So, like, I juiced up, like, six lemons and a whole big, you know, elephant's ear worth of ginger, right? Made, like, a tonic. So, you take a shot of that, right? And the rest, you pour into your bath. So, it's inside you and it's outside you. And then you just kind of steep yourself in this bath, man. You give yourself 30 minutes to do this. Not only is it, like... 
really relaxing, but it's also like saying to yourself, yo, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes to pamper myself like this. Men don't do this enough. I pamper myself. We, we're so focused on pampering, you know, the opposite sex or our women, which we love our women, but we, you know, we're kind of, no. we, we, we spend a lot more time pampering them or making sure that they're pampered than pampering ourselves. Sometimes I don't worry I might, about that at all. Well, I'm, I'm just saying like no, sometimes. No, I'm, I'm being very yeah. serious with you. Like I don't worry about that at all. I do pamper myself. Good. good. I, you, as I, well as you should, man. You know, you I, I work by, I work. I work extreme hours right. and like say for instance, like look at my facial features right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I haven't shaved in like two weeks. Right. So I'm gonna go to the barber go to shop and get the nice steam, you know what I mean? The, yeah, the, the, I don't the I don't play around towel. when it comes out. I'm gonna get a pedicure yeah, afterwards. Fire. You yeah. should, man. And man, I don't think men do this enough. And get the get the the what's that? Stone? The stone like the massage. Facial, the, no, oh, you like the hot stone type of joint? Yeah. Yes, man. We gotta do this, man. We gotta do and this. And I process. started going to chiropractor. Fire. Which is right. a lot of, you know, medical, like, and I'm, I'm going to say this, like, from what they told me mm. at the chiropractor. They basically showed me, you know, visuals of how good life could be if you do go to the chiropractor and adjust your back. Right. Because it affects your liver. It can mm-hmm. affect your respiratory system. It can affect your uh, vascular system. Mm-hmm. And I was bought into it. Like, I was like, Wow. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Yo, man. So like now, like the chiropractor mm-hmm. is part of my quote unquote pampering. Right. No, it should be. Because if you, you if you feel good when you leave there, if it's realigning your, you know, making you uh perform at a higher level, Amen. You, that is. That's exactly what it is, man. You're you're, you're definitely pampering. So yourself. I'm doing the chiropractor, pedicure, mm-hmm. right. barbershop, right. boxing. Yeah. Boxing's a real good thing for me because right. It um gets out anger type of gets joy. out anger. Right. It helps me coordinate, you know, my hand movement mm-hmm. and you know my hand foot movement, mm-hmm. which is a major league plus because like you know I want to be I don't know if the word is agile but I want to be more, yeah. more more sharper like when I move yeah especially God forbid anything happens right. you know I'm always I'm always feeling like I'm ready right. to you know to defend myself right or like I'm just. Less angry. Well, training yourself like that physically also makes you sharper mentally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like learning learning how to be quick-footed and, 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 and you know, your hand-eye coordination, like working on that is also going to translate into how you process thought, how you deal with people, how you do, how you react to certain situations. That's right. Yeah. It's going to teach plus, you patience on a different level. And plus, I'm also like extending my, my, my music intake. Okay. Right, right, right. Hold on a second. There you go. I'm handing my music intake. Right. So speaking of music. Speaking of music. Yo, what do you know about Mexican music? Be I, honest. Be honest. Be honest. Aside from what I've heard in movies, you know, like mariachi music, I really don't know much, man. Can you do one of those like uh, the Mexican, um, what's it called? Like when they make that high pitched noise, bro. Can you do one? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but that's probably about as close as we're gonna get to one on this podcast. So listen, we don't know that's anything. Kind of good, bro. That's Did you like that? I don't. Ah, think yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could do the same thing. Man. Yo, but they do that, right? It's like, <laughs> there you go. That's what. It, that's exactly what it <laughs> right? is. Right? Like they, it's it's a, it's a very traditional. Like, have you ever when they're been, feeling themselves? Like you hear them. Like, have you ever been to a Mexican party, bro? No. I haven't. I have. What I know of is all through media and stuff like that. No. So if I sound stereotypical, you know, I, I No, this is not stereotypical at all. Right. I've been to a Mexican party. Uh-huh. Number one, the party starts at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. When everyone starts gets there. At 11. All right. Number two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everything that happens after 3 o'clock is a blur. Right. Right. Like, I know... I, I I don't even know how I, I I'm still alive. It's after the this tequila party. shots, bro. It wasn't just tequila. That's the quickest way to black out for me. It was like there's this tequila that has a worm in it, mm-hmm. and yeah, the mezcal. So I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So I'm just trying to tell you when I was in um at this party, you drank the worm. No, I was jealous because I wanted to hallucinate. Don't drink the worm. Bro. I wanted to hallucinate. You won't hallucinate. You'll regurgitate. Did you ever <laughs> see George Lopez movie. show? Yeah, of course. I grew he, up with He took the worm uh-huh. and like he was hallucinating throughout the whole entire show. His <laughs> best friend, I, was, I forgot what his name was, Freddie or whatever it was. Uh-huh. Yo, he came in as the worm. <laughs> Yo, that's made from like agave, right? That's made from like uh, 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 tequila is made from cactuses. Yeah. 
Yo, you ever you like use agave? That shit no. is it's really good, but it's it's kind of dope how you could get like a sugar substitute from it and a, 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 an alcohol from it. But yeah, you throw that into any mix with Mexican party, it's gonna it's gonna be so as ignorant. Nice. So as ignorant or uh, not knowledgeable mm-hmm. for for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. Latinos like you and I, uh-huh. Puerto Rican yourself, right? Of course, and me being Cuban. Mm-hmm. We like a rom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we about, Papa, that Bacardi. Oh, you know what I mean? So I don't know anything about Mexicans, mm-hmm. and which is probably like, which is shitty, mm-hmm. because, you know, me, I'm, I live in an area where it's like highly populated by Colombians, Ecuadorians, Nicaraguans, right. Peruvians, yeah. and like all the Cubans that lived in my neighborhood mm-hmm. now, they all moved to Miami. Right. <laughs> So, right. so like my Mexican, like my Mexican intel is very, very low. Your exposure, right? But the the people I do know that are about it, mm-hmm. like Cypress Hill, right. Mexican, right? But more Mexicans are more concentrated. You'll see like more Mexican barrio stuff, like more on the West Coast, right? Like the East Coast is more like Puerto Ricans and Caribbean. Um, you know, migrations. Like yeah, that we're all Latino, man. Yeah, we are. We are. Like, let's get it straight. This mm-hmm. is not like a joke about right. like you know Mexican. Right. Like, I know a lot of Mexican people that that true hearted people. Mm-hmm. I'm all I'm all for like their culture coming over here and like you know us embracing it. Yeah, of course. Like, I love good tacos. Right. A good taco to me is that steak. Like, I don't know, like carne de res. Right. I don't know how you say it in English. I know how to order it in Spanish, <laughs> but that carne de res, right. yo, delicious, yeah, amazing, amazing, mm-hmm. right? And like a good like you know Modelo, and we got Modelo here right now, right. and we got some Coronas, Coronas yeah. which is very very American. Yo, you know what I thought? Because I thought, they think they think they drink Tecate. Yeah, you know I, I think it's funny like when like there's there's still people in this country, bro, who are so concerned about you know border protections and all these things, right? So I'm in no way trying to agitate those people. But I'm going to let you live on that one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. In no way am I trying to agitate those people. My whole perspective on the whole thing is, what's the problem, yo? Because don't you understand, like, the door opens both ways? Like, you let up Mexicans, that means we get to venture out more. That means we all doing businesses. That means we're opening up hotels down there, too. We're all living. It's all symbiotic. Why why, why create a wall and, and say you can't cross it when you could cross it and we could both make money? You know what I mean? You know like, what my biggest beef is? What's the problem? Yo, make avocados cheap again, son. You know what I mean? Like, you know how, yo, this, like, yo, yo I really, could, I really gotta pay two dollars for this avocado. Listen, that's that's gonna make things better too. Like, it just it just makes sense for us to work together than creating divisions. That's my point. But you know, people have their political viewpoints on it. I think that they're uh, they're a little exaggerative. In those so, on the music tip, I didn't do any type of research. I didn't either, bro. I I don't. I don't know. I, I, not that I'm not not shitting on Mexican music. I don't. By any mean. I don't like, know. I think a lot some, of my you actually sent me a couple of tracks. You sent me some. And I was oh, like, yeah. yo, that shit is fire. Like, there are some joints out there. I actually have a um I follow a girl on uh on Facebook. You ever like join those um producer, like they have producer pages on Facebook? Like there's a an NPC um uh page on Facebook, there's a like a native instruments, you know, page on Facebook. So I follow these things, right? And there's a um there's a female out in California, right? A Mexican American female. By the name of Betsy Gifted Music. Right. right. Betsy Gifted Music, bro. You got to check this girl out, bro. Hold on a second. Arriba. Crack, that, crack that. So she, um, what she does is like she, she'll do like live production like right there on her Facebook Live. Like she'll get the, the sample. She'll like whip the whole thing up and throw it in the MPC and all of that type of stuff. And like and, and really go at it, but she always like flips these old mariachi samples. Dope. Like, yeah, she'll flip like some crazy like old Mexican crooner shit, and then like all of a sudden she just turns into DJ Mugs. Like Word. yo, she's bananas. But then on top of that, when she's um when she's not uh when she's not making beats and doing that whole Facebook Live thing, she also sings in a mariachi band. So like that's her her day to day gig. Like she'll actually do lives where she's got the whole like you know, the whole black 
fucking velvet suit looking right. like the three amigos and like with the sombrero and singing the mariachi. Word. Yeah. It's ill. I, I thought it was kind of dope because it's like, it's hip hop, it's mariachi. It's, she's like the blend of both cultures. So definitely when you guys get a chance, man, check her out on, on Facebook. I'm pretty sure she's got an IG. I just don't, I don't follow on IG, but I follow her in this group, Betsy Gifted Music. Yo, the track that my man Flocker was talking about mm. that I sent him, it's, the group is called Lin... I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up. Lenin Ramirez and Grupo Firme. Right. That's L E N I N. Mm. Lenin. Did I pronounce that correctly? I guess. I don't it's know. Lenin Ramirez and Grupo Firme. Lenin. Okay. The name of the song I is just call that nigga Lenny, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the name of the group is Yo Ya No Vuelvo Contigo. <laughs> Did you know what that means? Huh? <laughs> say, it, say it again, though, because I, I think you you say... Yo, first of all, my Spanish you sucks. Must, yeah. So let's so be clear mine, on that. So my Spanish yeah. sucks. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say it one Vuelvo? more time. Yo ya no... Yo, yo ya no vuelvo. ya no vuelvo contigo. Yo ya no vuelvo, vuelvo. contigo. Yes, vuelvo. Because yo, you keep saying vuelvo, you. nigga. Vuelvo is a different not word. Not vuelvo. Not you keep saying vuelvo. You keep saying I don't say vuelvo. Yo ya no vuelvo conmigo. Contigo. Yeah, right. That means that that means I'm not I'm not fucking with you no more. Oh basically. Yeah, I'm not fucking with you. This is no the more. live version that's saying. Yeah, no, it's fire. It has actually it's got. Alright, so I'm gonna say it, it one more it time. Knocks. I'm gonna say it one more time I so I don't mess everyone else's name. I wish we could play it. Lenina Ramirez mm-hmm. and Grupo Firme sing Yo ya yo ya you know vuelvo contigo. Yeah. <laughs> stop doing that, yo. Listen. <laughs> Just hey. stop. Just stop. Stop trying to pronounce that shit. <laughs> I can't help yo, it, bro. Man. Yo, the Listen, song is I, fire. Though. I swear, my English fuck. words. What do you think that was really gonna happen with me, like talking <laughs> Spanish? No, no. The joke's on you. Yo. No, but the, the, that joint is fire, and I'm pretty sure that they got a lot more that knocks, man. There's a there's a, a big um, uh, there's a big culture, you know, in even California and and you know mariachi. I'm pretty sure they have their. Uh, crossovers right you know like they had crossovers in hip hop you had like Kid Frost see the problem is the problem is with like California Mm -hmm. we grew up in the 90s bro with 90s hip hop like we were all strictly east coast we're the best in the east and like we are all about like east coast shit Mm -hmm. that's what it was in the 90s right now when you meet somebody from like California that's repping hard for their state, mm-hmm. which I don't knock at all. Like, they don't know about Black Moon. Right. They don't know about, like, Curious. Do you know about Curious? Puerto Rican? No. Curious George? Oh, Curious George. Walk like a duck. duck. Walk yeah. like a duck. Yeah, but he only had that one joint and that was it. Like, that one I album. I think he had two albums. Yeah. Who I want to say was that. Down with, who was he down with? He the was, Beat Nuts. Yeah, he was down with a dynasty. I knew that he was down with And he was, uh, he was uh, boys with uh, MF Doom. Yeah, yeah. Curious George. Wow, man. I haven't heard that name in forever. Yo, bro. listen. the My favorite songs was Uptown Shit and what was that other one? I'm Curious. It had that Blackbirds uh, sample on it. So, where was I? Yes. So there are a lot of artists out in California that we just don't know about. Yeah, yeah, and they have like there's there's like strange movements from what I remember, like they're called like like Latinx. Let's say like Latinx that generation, mm-hmm. right? Which is like um, I want to say um, late '90s to like kind of like now or late uh, early or late 2000s, like that right. kind of Latinx, right? They would uh. They kind of embraced weird movements like um you, you ever heard how they, they fuck with um Morrissey? You ever heard of this? I don't know any of these names. Bro. Morrissey from I just told the you. Smiths. Yo, Sp- Cypress Hill? Right. That's the extent of the knowledge I know about like Well, there's a sing like the lead singer of the Smiths, Morrissey, like they they like they for some reason they like they they built like this cult following around Morrissey songs. Like he I guess he soloed and he has like um you know, like this weird cult following and it's mostly Mexican Americans. Yeah, and it's really weird because it's like ultra right wing, you know, uh European rock. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's the strangest thing. Like, but they have like this this cult following for Morrissey. Like, definitely Google that, and, and it's it's this. You'll go down this weird rabbit hole of Mexicans or Latinx's uh, uh, infatuation with Morrissey and the Smiths. Well, speaking of rock bands, uh-huh. my cousin put me on to Mana. Mana, okay. It's a Mexican rock band. Okay, but like rock, like how? Cause I mean, there's so many, you know, like, but like metal, or like, um, or like I don't want to say pop. Okay, I want to say in between pop and oh, help me out here, bro. Mm. Well, I don't rock know. and roll is kind of poppy in itself, bro. Like, you know what I mean? They're from Guadalajara. Okay, and that's a because I know that a, that group right there, uh-huh. dope. Because there's like also. Like Mexico, I mean, it's it's very and they consider pop music. It's just as broad as us, bro. Like you know, yo, what I check mean? out Mana, Mana. Yep. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check them out. M A N and the A with the the accent mark on it. Like I know of um, like even there's like uh Mexican like death metal bands. And, oh, I believe and that. Like that. Yo, do you yeah, remember yeah. that movie with Denzel Washington, On Fire, Man on Fire? Uh huh. Yo, there was technical there was techno music going on in that movie. Right, and it was like it was like a big Mexican rave. Okay, like they're listen. They love our music. They love all types of music. Yeah, they of love, course. They love. They have great product that they push out there. Of course, I shout out to all the Mexicans. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Arriba, <laughs> yo, <laughs> you don't like it? <laughs> Arriba. I'm just jealous, bro, that I can't do it as good. As yeah, you. right. Go ahead, one time. Arriba. There you go. Yo, yo, listen. This is a great day. That's the Modelo right there. I love, I love the fact that we're outside right now. Yeah, no, it's definitely The fire, birds actually. are, the birds, shout out to all the birds around us because they're supplying the great. Oh, hell yeah. Listen to that. For real. It feels like, you know where we are right now? Where it feels like in, in my Amazon? mind? Like, no. the, like the Khaled, Khaled album cover. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like just one of those like beautiful gardens. You know what I mean? Yo, with sick flowers garden. and all type of shit. My 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 garden isn't like that. Did you hear his album? Yeah, man. I thought it was dope. I, th- I thought I thought it was definitely a more mature um, album. Um, a lot of hits on there, just like Khaled always does. The Nas and Jay Z joint, man. What, I, what'd you think, man? Oh, man? I'm hearing a lot of shit out there, man. There's some people that are kind of well, disappointed in Hove, man. For what? The verse. Why are you gonna be this? Uh, all right, listen. That's the problem. Uh-huh. Here, here, here's where I have to draw the line. Okay. Okay. I'm a boom bap type of person. Right. Define boom bap to the audience. Def- you want me to define? If you don't, yeah. If you don't mind. So it's a simpler way of making beats where it was just boom, tap, boom, tap. So boom. So bap. Yeah. that sound right there to mm-hmm. me is where I. I I find enjoyment in all right. all types of music. Whatever artist comes out, right. I don't care. Right. As long as that it's there, right? Right. That's 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 music to me. Right. Now everything's more on a like luxurious, uh, laid back. Oh, you yeah. know, even talking about that um top the up tempo shit that's really slowed down. Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. the Khaled album is great body of work. Yeah. Period. Right. So I have no. No negativity right. at all towards it. My only thing is mm. that me, I expect like a, I would have been more uppity up on them rhyming over like a throwback beat. Right. Like Khaled definitely does it big, man. He does it for, you know, and now but the problem, these guys are all the older gentlemen that, now. So they want mature music. This is gentleman rap. Yeah, it is. Thank and you. This is what, they're, they're rich. And they they talk about being rich and their music sounds rich and it's very flossy. It's very reminiscent of like, you know, uh, Biggie, flossy rap, you know, puffy era type of things. It has that kind of groove that, uh, you know, one more chance type of slowness and that. The barge. Yeah, it has that type of feel to it. And Khaled works well in that space. What I'm talking about is Jay-Z's actual verse, like the lyrics that he put down on this verse, right? Well, he kept saying B. Yeah, like it's the other B and the other B. He talked to the other B. Like you know what I mean? I don't understand that whole joint and why he had to take like almost ten bars to say it. But 
you know, I still think that I, I'm not expecting much from Jay-Z. That's what it is. I think the the people that he disappointed are people that were expecting him to spit some ill shit. I'm not I'm not expecting him to spit anything ill. I think Jay-Z's lyrically started falling off like in the Watch the Throne album. Like he should have stopped then. This is when he was already talking about retirement. He saw the writing on the wall. He knew he wasn't writing the shit as dope as he used to. So like, why is he still doing it? Why is he I still beg to differ. I, I don't I think any to, verse that he's come with since has I been like the caliber differ. that he had. See, you're look. I'm. This is how I look at it. Mm-hmm. So Jay Z, anything he does is fire. Mm-hmm. Is just that he's moving with the times. Like watch the like no, not watch the throne. What was the other joint? The joint that he did with um, um, Holy Grail. Holy Grail was awesome. Holy Grail had some. Joints I loved it. Holy Grail had some joints. Yo, I loved it. I think it. it's mostly because the production, Justin Timberlake. You had so many. There was a lot of, and he also on, had a dude. lot of features on that album, bro. But I really don't think that the caliber of his rhymes has improved at all. It's just on this downward slope, and this verse right here kind of showed it. It's just kind of like so nah. boring. It was you a know boring. Why? You know verse. why? Because we don't get enough of his music. That's Maybe. it. No. So then we should be supercharged whenever he drops a new verse. But right? It doesn't. should be. It should like fuck us up. Like oh, but it does. How? <laughs> Son, he's boring. <laughs> Jay Z's boring. No, he's I, not. He is. He's boring. No, no disrespect. Listen, to Hov, I'm not I guess. mad well, no, at you for I guess you have to I'm say not that mad at you for thinking that. I'm just trying to tell you, like, we're not moving with the same times. Like, no, we're not. This like, is yo, this is older 40, man rap. This is gentleman rap. We're 40 years old plus, right. and on top of that, Nas's verse was fire, son. There you go. So, Nas's verse was fire. And so I'm glad they it, put that one first. So then leave it at that. It's yeah. just like that whole um, what was that one with Eminem? What was that that one song that Jay Z and Eminem did? Renegade? Renegade. Right. Where even Nas pointed out to him like, yo, Eminem murdered you on your own shit. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But I mean, I'm just saying, I guess that's what it is. I've never expected much from Jay-Z. I'm not the hugest fan. I'm more like a fan of his his first, like Black Album. Black Album was crazy. Um, You know what I mean? Like Reasonable Doubt. What's your favorite Jay-Z album? I no. would have to say black, B. I, would, to be, yeah. I mean, this joint's unreasonable doubt. There's a, it's, it's peppered out there. Blueprint, had, like there's fire one or two. But I think as far as like, listen, like playability. Two. One or two. Blueprint, one or two. Which one had... Which one to you like spoke to you? I'd say one. Mine I'd say too. one. Yeah, Mine I'd too. say one. I, I actually heard that album for the first time on a road trip. And that's why like it, it stamped that time of my life for me. Dope album. I just loved it because it was smooth. Yeah. It was uh, him going at Nas. Right. It had Eminem on it, which yeah. at that point in time, yeah, Blueprint One was fine. At that point in time, Eminem wasn't really doing anything, anything with anyone mm-hmm. outside of G Unit mm-hmm. or uh, D Twelve. But I think Black just has that playability that just like throw. Correct it on me if I'm wrong, though. No, you're you're totally right, bro. So your favorite album is Blue is Blue One. One of. Okay. I wouldn't put that number one. Mm-hmm. The the one for the movie. Help me out here. Mm-hmm. The know. movie with uh, Denzel Washington. American Gangster. Oh, right. Like the Rock Boys in the Building Tonight. That joint? Great movie. Great yeah. movie. Great yeah, soundtrack. That, that track was kind of the, the horns in there. Yeah, that was kind of fire. But you know, he's kind of like, it seems like he's been taking a step back for a long time. And it just seems like, I don't know, like his verse... He's a, billionaire, he's a billionaire, bro. He's a billionaire. Yo, he's a billionaire dealing it's, with NFL problems. Yeah, it's unneeded. It's unneeded. I think he could just stay in that world and just do that. So you mean we lost Jay-Z? I think we lost him a long time ago. I don't think that that verse was his reemergence. I don't think that like, oh, now we're all excited for another fucking Jay-Z project. No, I just verse. think that he was bored. I think it should have been, though. If you're going to come... You have a spit of Either verse. Either he was bored or Khaled was last, like, yo, do me a solid. What's the last verse that we heard from Jay? Well, I got the keys. What was the last verse? Yeah, man? actually, yeah. Right. So like the last... And it was also on a Khaled project. Right. Exactly. So, but like, it's been so long. Who was that? Future? Yeah, or Future. Yeah, what? Future, future and Bay. Right. So like, if you're going to take that long to give us a verse... The verse should be fire. You had time. You had time to write a better verse, homie. It's been like three years. You could have you could have ghostwrited a better situation. I don't know. That's, you know, I highly doubt that he'll ever get back to me on the shit that I'm talking right now. So I guess I control it as much as I want. Must be that Modelo. It must be. Right? Whenever you get anything in me, B, I get a little sauce. I start talking loosely. Nah, you good, money. 
I'm over here drinking Corona Refresh. The Corona Refresca Mas. Yeah, stop reading in Spanish, B. Stop it. Oh, my God. Stop doing it to us. Mango man. citrus. Mango. You're going to let me try that, B. You just went and cracked that open, man. You're not missing anything. No? The fruit, no. fruity Coronas? Eh? No. You ever try those, like, uh, what's some seltzer type of joints that they got? Like the I've Truly and all that other shit? I tried it. It's not that really... It's not great, but I mean, I guess it's great if you're watching your calories and your Well, like I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to watch, like, I'm trying to stay away from alcohol. Good. But. Good. This is uh, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, of course. Episode. Yeah, of course we got to do it. Hey, party people out there, we want to thank you all the time and every time. Yeah. Make sure you check us out on Flacco Loves Pizza, the IG page, the Only Montana Experience IG page, mm-hmm. and the ever so lovable who does a love food, food and, and music? music? Yes, IG page. Definitely, definitely. We are grateful for all our fans. We are grateful for all the people who are, who are uh, supporting us. Right. Low Yo, numbers. I had, I had, a, I had a, um, I had a family member reach out to me. All right. Yeah, and uh, you know that I'm like, you know, on my personal pages, I'm not going crazy shouting, uh, you know, all this stuff from the rooftops. But he found out. I am. Yeah. <laughs> he found out, and he's like, "Yo, Flacco." Right. <laughs> He's laughing through this whole shit. He's like, yo, you should have me on the show, man. I could talk about like personal training and 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 fitness and like all this stuff, right? Yeah. And, and I and I thought about it, I was like, yo, you're fucking you it's perfect, bro. Like I'd love to have you on to talk about stuff you know, like that. I'm yeah. about it. But it was just dope feeling to find out that he was listening. You know, because oh, I didn't because I didn't have to coerce him into listening. I didn't have to like Share it on his page and be like, oh, look at what I'm doing, bro. Show me your support. Like, he organically worked his way to it. And then and then, however he took, however long he took to get back to me at it, it was organic. And and so it was like, I really felt the love. You know what I mean? I didn't have to, to goad him into a response or, or, or force him like to tell me, yo, what did you like? What did you think of the show? I didn't have to do that. Like he just hit me up. Listen, and was we got like, good reviews yeah, from man. from yeah. good people. Well, I want to shout him out, man. I want to shout out to my cousin Frank, yo, for listening to the show, I, nigga. If you don't hear this, then I know you were bullshitting. But <laughs> I definitely want to shout out my cousin Frank for for listening to us and supporting us and you know sharing us on his page and all that stuff. We'll definitely have him on here one day. You know, he's out in uh, in Florida and he's uh he does bodybuilding uh, competitions. Like that's that's his thing, man. He's like, listen, to we get got good the, moves yeah. coming up. We got good moves. We oh, got, yeah. We're gonna have. We're working on just getting through the weeks. Right, 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 right. So number one, we're doing really good for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah. happy. We're having a great time providing this podcast. Big shout out to all the people that support us. Mm-hmm. I want to say thanks to Mike Wells out in Boston, showing mad love on every podcast, listening in and like chiming in, like you know. Dropping little DMs, right? That's what's up, yo. I want to. I, 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 you, you got their names, but I don't. I don't have their names yet. But I, I definitely want to shout out, um, Momming Unplugged. Um, we're gonna have them out here in a, in a couple of weeks. Man. Oh, we were gonna I, keep that surprise. I, I, I didn't know that you wanted to keep this tucked, man. Well, you know, we gotta have a celebration for the well, tucked. You know, I want because they're supporters of the show, and I def- we were taking a moment there to shout out some people who are supporting the show. And I'm excited, bro. I'm excited to have them up at the podcast. You know, you know, uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna kind of bring them into our world. And uh, shout out to Modelo and Corona for <laughs> keeping my man excited. Yeah, keeping me loose. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm definitely excited about that. We're definitely gonna have the the momming unplugged team out here and uh and definitely uh, pick their brains on um on on the perfect mommy playlist. So um, not only that, yeah, but places to eat in the Hudson right. Valley. Yeah, oh yeah, they're tapped in, totally tapped in. Supporting local businesses yep. in the Hudson Valley. Yep, yep. I love them. I love I love everything that they're Listen, doing. Listen, we on talk, the page. we talk, you know, we talk like California, all mm-hmm. these other states. Right. But we're repping for the Hudson the Valley, Hudson New Valley. York. Yes. Yes. We are. We we want to shout out everyone that that mm-hmm. has been like showing us love. Right. All the local, you know, farms. Mm-hmm. We're using fresh products yeah. from local businesses. Right. right. We really are. Yeah. Shout and out we to, love to highlight that. We shout out to Stewart Shop. Yeah. You know who helped us out with the you know what was it second or third episode? Yeah, the ice cream. Yeah. We we got our we got our ice cream from Stewart's. All right. And if you live in Dutchess County. Ulster County, Orange County, New York. Mm-hmm. You know about Stewart's. Right. And if you're a local, you know, you have your ice cream ventures out there or you support your local, like, right. ice cream right. uh, Especially shops. Especially now that it's getting warm. Yo, oh, Stewart's, yeah. man, you got to cut the check, Stewart's. 
Stewart, you got to cut the check, man. We're going to have these people come and see you, man, for that uh, Crumbs Along the Mohawk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. I got so many people asking me about this flavor, the Crumbs Along the Mohawk. So, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. What? Peanut butter pandemonium. Peanut butter. This is a new flavor? This is a new drink? I don't right? know if it's new, mm-hmm. but Stewart's shop has it, yeah. and it's it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> I uh, definitely wouldn't chase that more uh, that Corona with some peanut butter. No, no, ice cream. no. Yeah. Mm. Seriously, bro. Yeah, I gotta check it out. My kids brought some peanut butter ice cream from Stewart's the other day. It might actually be that. I might actually have the shit that you're talking about in my freezer right if now. If you do, yeah, bro, it's gonna try it. It's it's amazing. If I do, it's gonna be a mess. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, Modelo and, and ice cream don't mix. Hey, be sure to check us out on iTunes, Google, yes, iHeart, yep, Spec. Nope. Spotify. 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 I was yeah. about to say Spectrum. Yeah, definitely, definitely check us out on, a, on on those platforms. Wherever you get your platforms, we're trying to expand our reach to we'll be getting into some of those uh, lesser known podcast uh, venues. But we're definitely trying to expand our reach and make sure that any whatever you're getting your podcast from, we want to be there for you. Um, we want you guys to interact. We want you guys to like, share. Um, you know, just just interact with us, man. That's all we're asking for. We're, we're definitely appreciative of all the love so far. Yo, this was our Cinco de Mayo episode. Yeah. Number eight. Number eight? Yeah, we're at number eight. We're at number eight. This is our Cinco de Mayo. However, we wanted to do something different because like, we know that everyone's going to be talking Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo. Right. We didn't know anything about it. <laughs> so we were like, let's do some information checking on it. And we did. Right. This all stems from the Battle of Puebla. Yeah, yeah. So I might, just, I might just call that the call the show the Battle let's do of it. Puebla. So big shout out to yeah. all our Mexican, oh, yeah. Latin American, yeah, Mexican, Cubans, Latin Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, all our Colombians, all our Nicaraguans, yeah, all our Ecuadorians. Yeah. Celebrate and celebrate safely. Amen. Yo, big shout out to all the Greeks out there that are listening to to our podcast yes. as well. Happy yes. Easter to yes, you. Yes, yes. And uh, if you are all Muslim friends, yo, happy Ramadan. If you you're out there, you know, fasting yes. right now during the yes, daytime. Yes, yes. Big shout out to you. Big shout out to all our listeners. Yo, rock that beat while, while I take us out. Yo, I'm Oni Montana. It's your boy Flacco. Yo, this is Who Doesn't Love Food and Music. And don't forget one thing and one thing only. Food is love. And music is life. Yo, see you next time. Ow!